welcome to the see you next summer podcast and we are in for a hell of a time what's up guys i am your host and with me is my the harry to my peter um mr raul rodriguez hello billy (laughs) hi guys it's me raul uh we're gonna talk about a masterpiece of trilogies we're not gonna talk about the avengers trilogy or the Captain America trilogy. You know, we're gonna talk about the Godfather of superhero trilogies. We're gonna do Raimi Spider Man trilogy. I'm so fucking excited. Yes. Yes. Also, there there are four Avengers movies, so that's not a trilogy. Nah, I can't even it where the name game is a double feature. You mean as one one as story? One movie. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're doing Sam Raimi Spider Man released in. 2002 directed by of course sam raimi of evil dead fame and starring my boy toby mcguire mm-hmm. who beat out a lot of actors including his friend leonardo dicaprio yeah leo was in consideration for spider-man for like a long time just look up james cameron's spider-man if you want to learn that story imagine a world with leo as, as spider-man damn it would have been great it would be I mean, cool He's Leo. He can do no wrong. I mean, except maybe the Revenant. Oh. <laughs> Pelts. All right. Pelts. So, um, I actually want to ask, how did you get introduced to Sam Raimi's Spider-Man? Because I have a story, but I, I want to hear your side mm. first. For me, I didn't know not, almost nothing about Spider-Man growing up. So I only knew, like, from the Spider-Man comics that you can see on the newspaper, like the like the little clips, like super little. But I didn't know nothing about it. And all of a sudden, I remember reading on the paper because I think Spider-Man was coming out in Mexico until like three weeks after the US or something. And I remember reading that Spider-Man was a big success in the in the US. And I think I only saw the trailer. I think I, I did saw the trailer from the, the Twin Towers. When they when they he rescues people from the Twin Towers, I did saw that trailer before the tragedy nine eleven. Then no one saw that trailer ever again, and so I knew very little about Spider Man. So when I saw the movie, I made me care about superhero movies for because before that I saw the first X Men movie and I was that was pretty cool. Like I liked it then. I think by then, I think also maybe after Spider-Man, that's when Fantastic Four came out, the first one. And so for me, Spider-Man, it made me care a a lot about the character. That's why I get so defensive about how people glorify Tom Holland's performance. And I'm like, he's technically overrated for me. I don't get it. But for me, the basis of why I love Spider-Man is because he... He has to balance everything and being a superhero at the same time. That's the thing that I love most about him. And he also has his sacred identity and he feels bigger in this story. And not like Tom Holland that he feels so small. That's why I don't like the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah, I can see that. Mm -hmm. And to add to your point, like, look, I don't hate Tom Holland at all. I think Mm -hmm. he's a, very fine actor and i really am enjoying the career that he has right now i do enjoy his spider-man but for mm-hmm. me toby Maguire will always be my spider-man mm-hmm. 
I was six years old when this came out, so I was the perfect age. Damn. And I grew up on these movies like crazy. There were two heroes that I grew up on, and everybody knows my favorite is Superman, and mm-hmm. that's true. But for a long time, the two heroes that I just idolized were Batman and Spider-Man, specifically this Spider-Man. I wanted, I got the uh, silly string web shooters. I got the mask. I got the PlayStation video games. Only the first one, not the second one. Oh, the Spider-Man Two PlayStation Two game is fucking awesome. Yes, it is. Um, but yes, I was obsessed with Spider-Man. I loved mm-hmm. the animated series, which is also pretty good. And Peter Parker in that show is voiced by Prince Eric from mm-hmm. Little Mermaid. So I always thought that was a little neat cool thing but yes i always loved spider-man because a lot of people a lot of kids especially relate to him because of how young he is Mm -hmm. he's barely out of high school doesn't know what he wants to do in life Mm -hmm. and he's just an he's the everyman he's not the best looking he's not the most rich but he's got a good heart and he has a duty to uphold this responsibility Mm -hmm. that he feels is necessary with the powers that he has that is just so cool and his rogues gallery rivals batman's you can name a ton of spider-man villains Mm -hmm. right off the top of your head you know green goblin uh electro sandman hobgoblin doc ock mysterio mysterio carnage craven the hunter um shocker shocker the guy that we never saw his face in Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, the guy with the top hat. <laughs> oh, not talking about that guy. Oh, yeah, Lizard, freaking... Mm-hmm. Um, Venom. Yeah, I, I said Venom and Carnage. Carnage, Carnage is, whoa, crazy. Black um, Cat? Black Cat is like a Catwoman. Um, Literally, <laughs> she is Catwoman. Silver she, Sable? I think that's another one. Yeah, that's another one. Um, shoot. The I mean, Rhino? There's, there's so many. Yeah, Rhino. There are so many Spider-Man villains, and it's mm-hmm. just great that this is how I was introduced. I always thought that the main bad guy was the Green Goblin. He mm-hmm. is the Joker to Spider-Man's Batman, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So yeah, let's start with the recap. So it starts with the awesome Danny Elfman score. Yes. And we get this credit scene, opening credits where everything's in a web. Mm -hmm. We get starring Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, Willem Dafoe, James Franco. And then we get Who Am I? You really Mm want to know? This story isn't for the faint of heart. (laughs) And we learn right away. It establishes. First, Mary Jane Watson, played by Kirsten Mm -hmm. Dunst who I actually really enjoy in this movie. And then we see Peter, Peter Parker, played by Tobey Maguire. He is a obvious nerd, <laughs> high school senior in New York. And we know he's a nerd because nobody wants to sit with him. He wears glasses. Yeah. And all, like, nobody likes him, aside from Mary Jane. And I don't know why, because Peter is a nice kid. He's mm-hmm. awkward as hell. And he's got a very gentle voice. But aside from that, I don't get it. 
and we learn immediately that his parents have died and that he lives with his aunt and uncle. Uncle Ben is played by Cliff Robertson, who I think is the best Uncle Ben. And Aunt May is Rosemary Harris, who, again, great Aunt May. And we establish right away as well that Peter has a crush on Mary Jane. He's always had a crush on Mary Jane. But he's just too nervous to talk to her. And her boyfriend, Flash, played by a then-unknown Joe Manganiello, just picks on him mercilessly. And he looks like he's 30, which that's hilarious because he prob- it fits in with the bully stereotype of you know the, the senior that got held back a couple of times or whatever. And we also get introduced to Peter's best friend, Harry, played by James Franco, and his father, Norman Osborn, played by the fantastic Willem Dafoe, who was just born to be a supervillain. Academy Award Wardy Willem Dafoe. This is one of the best villains, super performances of all time. <laughs> So yeah, they're on a school field trip to this museum, I believe. Columbia University uh, Science Department. Yes, because this is science class, and we know right away that Peter is great at science. Mm-hmm. And he's very, very book smart. The glasses aren't just for show. <laughs> and uh, Harry introduces... Well, Harry doesn't want to go out the the entrance with all the other classmates, and through some very nice exposition, we learned that Harry has flunked all of private, private school mm-hmm. that his father sent him to. And his father is just like, hey, don't be ashamed of who you are. Mm-hmm. Own it. Yeah, especially one of the scenes. I was like, uh, oh, do you want me to change my Rolls Royce for a Jetta? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we see right away that Norman is very rough with mm-hmm. uh, tough on Harry, especially but immediately when Harry introduces uh, his father to Peter, who he's mm-hmm. never met, he's very nice to Peter. Mm-hmm. Like, ridiculously so. I'm something of a scientist myself. <laughs> and so was born a fantastic meme. One of uh, a lot. <laughs> Just so many memes from this trilogy. Many. And like, uh, especially like how Peter also shows how much he knows also about Norman. I understand your research on nanotechnology. Even Norman was like, wow, you read that. Your parents must be, must be proud. I was like, I live with an aunt and uncle. And then when they say goodbye, Peter was like, he doesn't seem that bad. No, because he wants to adopt you. <laughs> yeah. And we also see that Harry is also an outcast. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have any other friends aside from Peter. Although he is rich and good looking, who mm-hmm. like weird James Franco looks like James Dean in this movie. Yes. Like, if you know what James Dean looks like, it's weird. And I think that's done on purpose. Didn't James Franco also went for the role? Yes, he did test for Peter, but mm-hmm. he ended up getting Harry. Mm-hmm. So he was fine either way. And this was before James Franco. This was like just out of Freaks and Geeks. And mm-hmm. this gave him a really good career. Mm-hmm. And we learned that at this science field trip, they're in a genetics lab, and 
they're working on spiders mm-hmm. and they even managed to create a couple species of spiders mm-hmm. through genetic uh, manipulation and uh, combination. So mm-hmm. they would combine certain attributes to different spider species to make super spiders, a essentially. Super spider. mm-hmm. And Peter is taking photographs because he's the photographer for the yearbook mm-hmm. as well. Sets up his photography job later in the movie at the mm-hmm. Daily Bugle. And Harry manages to tee Peter up by using a fact that Peter himself said to Harry. Mm-hmm. And we also see that Harry really likes MJ pretty quickly. Like, uh, do you know that spiders change colors? Like, to blend in, it's a defense mechanism. Also, this is the most advanced electron microscope on the eastern seaboard. Yep. And Peter said that. And at first, it sounded like Harry was trying to steal MJ away and Mm -hmm. say, you could probably, that's probably his intention, but she just becomes fascinated with the spiders. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. And they also, um, the tour guide is saying that there's 15 spiders, but MJ points out, oh, they're 14. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh, I guess they're experimenting on it. Wink, (laughs) wink. And it's right above them. Another thing I love about this movie is camera work like the way uh shots are set up beautiful also you forgot like uh, the flash and the and his friends are bullying over peter because he's like like they're like pushing him as he's taking photos and harry's like leave him alone or what and says flash was like his father will fire your father (laughs) what is gonna daddy gonna do sue me (laughs) and then the one teacher who is just like he's got a real he's just like Everyone be quiet. And he's getting actively pissed. Oh, uh, yeah. Especially the teacher that is younger than them. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's how Harry ends up getting separated from Peter. And mm-hmm. MJ is looking at the spiders. And he asks, oh, can I take a photo for the yearbook? Mm-hmm. And is like, sure. And uh, he does that. And it's a little photo shoot. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's taking his sweet ass time. He doesn't. He doesn't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Raul just did one of the poses. But uh, yeah, that MJ's friends who called to her earlier, by the way, Mm -hmm. he thought that she was waving at him, but she was waving at her. (laughs) Oh, how I felt that. (laughs) Yes, the spider that got out comes uh, crawling down from the ceiling and lands on Peter's hand right where his... um, his thumb is mm-hmm. like the skin near your thumb and he bites him and it, you know, it, it hurts him. Mm-hmm. Later we see he has a big ass welt and it's, it's gross. Yes. And then also we saw on when Isaki, he got the bite and he takes Mary Jane. We see on his back, he has a Sony TV and I call it the Sony TV exposition DNA because it says all of the strains that they, all of the spiders had. It says web, web, stencil, strain, spider strain, spe- speed, spider sense, preconnection, combined protein pairs, and new species created as it was mixing with the, the Peter's DNA. And that was like, that's a really cool disposition without even saying it. Yeah, and then afterwards, I believe this is when we get introduced to Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Mm-hmm. When Uncle Ben is switching a light bulb out. And we learned that he was an electrician that got laid off. Mm-hmm. And 
one of the problems I actually do have with this movie is that Aunt May and Uncle Ben, they look 80. Aunt but, May especially looks like his grandmother, not his aunt. Mm-hmm. But at least she's not in her 40s, like in the Tom Holland one. Yeah, that's actually why The Amazing Spider-Man, Sally Field and Martin Sheen, I could believe those are his aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. Like, Sally Field is only in her 60s. That's not too bad. She's not in her 80s. Mm-hmm. She's not uh, freaking Ma Kent here. Ma and Pa Kent. She might as well call them that. Marta. Yes. Why did you say that name? <laughs> uh, so Peter does not feel good. He just goes up to bed. Mm-hmm. And they know something's wrong with him, but they respect his privacy. They think it's just hormones. Mm-hmm. I love one of the lines. I was like, you, you don't want to have a bite? I already had a bite. <laughs> <laughs> the, that type of humor is always fantastic. And he goes through a literal metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. And we see through terrible dated CG that he is mutated in, or he has gotten muscles. First of mm-hmm. all, it fixes his sight. Mm-hmm. He was really blind without his glasses, and he doesn't need them. Mm-hmm. And then we see that he has muscles, and he he notices this too, and he's just like, "Oh, oh, damn, I look good." And another thing about Toby's Peter, like when you look at him. You can tell that's Peter Parker from the hair to the mannerisms to the way he dresses. That's Peter Parker, to, like, to me. And, like, he's supposed to play a dork. Mm-hmm. But also supposed to be this badass. And most people don't associate the Spider-Man acts, uh, aspect of him. Mm-hmm. They only see the Peter Parker. Which I agree, he's much stronger as Peter Parker than he is Spider-Man. But his Spider-Man on a rewatch, it's it's pretty good. He does quips and he's strong as we could see mm-hmm. in this scene. And oh yeah, we also learned that him and MJ are next door neighbors, but he's never actually talked to her because mm-hmm. he's just that nervous. And I get that as oh, well. Also, Peter. Also, Peter is not a skateboarding hipster like in the Garfield one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. But yes, uh, I love Aunt May whenever she just knocks on the door and just goes, Peter, Peter, is everything all right? And then he uh, he 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 comes down the stairs, runs all across the wall, and he's just amped up. He's feeling good. And I love that Uncle Ben is just like, I thought you weren't feeling well. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I got better. Also, you forgot when Ames was like, uh, you need any change? Oh, yeah. And he looks like his dick. Big change. <laughs> I never noticed that. You never noticed that? <laughs> I, never, I never noticed. Well, I was six when I first saw this. I was 13. I was, things. I was 13. <laughs> yeah, because you're old. Shut up. Also, <laughs> we skipped. We have a scene with on Oscorp, and they're talking about the enhancers that Norman is doing. And one of the side effects, the other doctor, Dr. Strom, said it was like, is violence, aggression, insanity. And the doctor says to the general, we need to go back to formula. And Norman, back to formula? <laughs> oh, yeah. So Norman Osborn is the head of Oscorp, mm-hmm. which is how he's able to afford, um, like, why Harry is able to afford an apartment in New York, mm-hmm. by the way. 
for a kid coming right out of college, if your dad gives you an, a two, two floors, apartment, two, two floor, floor apartment in New York City, mm-hmm. you got to be pretty loaded there, even back then. Mm-hmm. And um, he's a scientist because, as we know, he's something of a scientist himself. Mm-hmm. And the military, he, he's trying to get a military contract. So Oscorp can make money and the general clearly does not like Norman for some reason. Mm-hmm. They have the flight suit and glider, which has tested great, but it's the performance enhancers because they want to make this a weapon for the military. Mm-hmm. Right. And they want to basically give a super soldier serum. Let's just call it that to these soldiers and they can't figure it out. And the scientist is just like, okay, uh, we tried it on some rats, but some of the mm-hmm. side effects, like you said, are insanity and just going ballistic. Maybe Sam Raimi was like giving hints of the Raimi Captain America <laughs> in another world. The Sam Raimi MCU. <laughs> so, yes, we also learned that MJ is... Oh, no, this isn't... Um... When, when her folks are yelling and we see that she comes from a bad mm-hmm. um, a bad home life and everything, oh, yeah. she's made worthless. But that, that that's later, after after school. Yeah, the father is a douchebag who's like, you're tragedy just like your mother. I'm going to go to school. Yeah, so what he does, he goes to school and he, once again, or... He, he's sitting by himself. He mm-hmm. actually has the first instance of spider sense. Yes. And he catches MJ and he catches all her food. And I think that was actually practical. It was practical. And yeah, I think it was 120 takes. It took 120 takes to like all exactly. Yep. One of the longest takes in order to get that right. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. And we also see that he exudes this web fluid from his wrists, which mm-hmm. I always thought that's how Spider-Man did it. Apparently, that's not how he does it. In the comic books and generally in Spider-Man media, he mm-hmm. makes cartridges with web-like fluid that he, he... He makes these mechanisms so that it shoots web. It doesn't come directly from him. Mm-hmm. But here, it comes directly from him, and that's fine. That's a good change. Mm-hmm. So it's he can never run out of web. And he webs a lunch tray and he accidentally splats all. He gets it all over Flash. Mm-hmm. He just tries to walk away. But everybody notices that he's got this. Dragging the tray? Dragging the lunch tray. And then Peter's just at his locker just trying to remain mm-hmm. anonymous. And Flash punches the fucking locker in. And he's trying to beat the shit out of Peter. I don't want to fight you, Flash. I wouldn't want to fight me neither. And then we learn that Peter, well, is also super fast. He can do backflips in very close proximities. And he's super strong. And also he can do the Matrix thing. Or like like going like this, like Neo. <laughs> he does. And, and also... And technically, he kicks Flash's ass. And I love when Harry's always like, Go, Harry, help him. Which one? <laughs> like, I love 
that Harry is just like, Pete, that's incredible. And he's trying to congratulate him. And then he sees Mary Jane's face and he's just like, oh shit. And then he gets out of school. Mm-hmm. And we saw um, that these changes have been happening pretty quickly. Honestly, mm-hmm. this has only been a day. Yeah, it's kind of like a quick pre-reading. <laughs> yeah, and then um, when he missed the bus, the paper on the side of the, or the banner on the side of the bus, it sticks to his hands. Mm-hmm. So he's getting real sticky. Also, we skip because at the same time that Peter was turning uh, that night when he got the bite, also we saw how Norman gets the enhancers. How he turns oh, yeah. into the Green Goblin. He, they're running out of time. Because they've mm-hmm. been given a time frame to perfect the formula, and Norman, being as stubborn as ever, um, he decides to test it on himself. Mm-hmm. And I love the little uh, when when the clamps go down on him, he just goes, "Oh, it's cold." That what? wasn't in the script. That was just actually Willem Dafoe, and they kept it in. Mm-hmm. And then um, he's put in a literal gas chamber with green gas, mm-hmm. and he just goes ballistic. Like his body's just jerking around violently and his heart just stops mm-hmm. right there. The other scientist, uh, Dr. Strom, tries to revive him and like he hadn't warned him multiple times. He's like, Norman, we can't do this. Mm-hmm. But then blip, 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 blah, and he opens his eyes and the goblin is born. This is Throws him formula. against the lab equipment. Back to formula. Wah! and also another thing that i noticed before when he's like turning before he dies and he wakes up again he has his eyes all white and i'm like is that an evil dead reference is he's kind of like a dead eye (laughs) maybe i mean he looks like a dead eye so Mm -hmm. anything possible yes after school we see peter is noticing everything is getting sticky Mm -hmm. and then we get this awesome close-up of his fingers the hairs growing on there that CG holds up. Mm-hmm. And then he just decides, hey, what if I can crawl upon the side of a building? Mm-hmm. Or maybe the spider had something to do with that. Like, no, crawl up like a spider. Boop. And when he puts his hands on the building, it's in tune with, or it's in sync with the music. Mm-hmm. Then he looks back. Woo! <laughs> and he's just jumping from building to building. Yes. That is also terrible CG. You can clearly tell that it's not actually Tobey Maguire jumping from mm-hmm. building to building. But yeah, he's he's got powers. And then eventually he stops and he's trying to figure out how the web comes out of his hand. Go web! Fly! Up, up, and away, web! Shazam! Shazam! <laughs> and he's trying all of these crazy hand gestures. <laughs> And then finally, he does the uh, reverse devil horns, as mm-hmm. it's called. Or, you know, the devil horns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just reverse that. And then and he's like, oh. And then it manages to stick on to uh, a pipe mm-hmm. or, or uh, a steel bar. And he's swinging across. And it works, except he can't stop. And he just slams right into the side of a billboard. And this billboard ad is a woman that is, I think it was Coca-Cola, but he stumbles, he's stacking on the windshield of the ad. So he's like, he was a bug smash into a windshield. So it's a little funny. Yeah. So then 
he finally gets home and it's nighttime. Mm -hmm. And we saw earlier from Uncle Ben that he said, hey, don't, uh, he's like, hey, Michelangelo, uh, don't start painting the house without me because Mm -hmm. him and Uncle Ben were going to paint the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And those were his chores. But even after ditching on his chores, he just said, uh, he left him a note uh, with dinner in mm-hmm. the fridge. It was very considerate. And Uncle Ben is just so nice and helpful. Mm-hmm. He only has like five minutes in this movie. But he gives such like a warm impression that it's brutal when he dies. Which yes. if you guys didn't know that Uncle Ben dies, that's like saying you didn't know Krypton blew up or uh, Batman's parents got killed. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that Uncle Ben. Everyone knows what happens to Uncle Ben. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. But yes. Um, then we see him taking out the trash. And this is when MJ is, she walks out of her house and she's crying. And mm-hmm. he actually has a conversation with her mm-hmm. about what they're going to do outside of high school. And, you know, their aspirations, who they are as people. And, she also notices, oh, yeah, I never noticed your eyes are blue without the glasses. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so as actually, he is actually flirting with her pretty well. Mm-hmm. It's a good, also, good scene. Yeah. It's also as he's saying, I was like, uh, oh, yeah. So he says, I was like, I'm maybe going to move to the city, maybe be a photographer, pay to college. And she's like, oh, same. But I want to act in, in the stage. And I was like, uh, yeah, and Peter's like, oh, you you will be very good at it. I was like, I cried like a baby when you played Cinderella. Peter, that was first grade. You're going to light up Broadway. <laughs> and then Flash arrives in a new car. He's like, hey, baby, this is my new birthday present. I'm like, did Flash got beaten up on his birthday? I was like, damn. <laughs> and so, and then Peter gets the idea of, Buying a car to impress Mary Jane, but he doesn't have the money. So he sees an ad for wrestling. If he survives three minutes, he will get $3,000. Yeah, and he wants a $2,500 car. Mm-hmm. Which if you're getting that cheap-ass car, it's going to be a piece of shit. Yes. I'm just telling you right now. Mm-hmm. Even back then, that is a piece of shit. Yes. And he can't ask Uncle Ben and Aunt May because they're both retired and... They're they're doing fine, but mm-hmm. they like they live modestly, but they they won't be able to get them a new car or anything mm-hmm. like that. I mean, the only car that they have is uh, Ben's car, mm-hmm. and we saw that Peter. It, it said um, characters are encouraged because in wrestling you typically have to put on a character mm-hmm. and a costume. So that's when he comes up with the Spider Man out- outfit. At least the sketch. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the material to actually make the suit mm-hmm. yet. This is his prototype, his wrestling suit. And he convinces, um, or he, he says, oh, I'm going to go to the library and study to his aunt and uncle. But then his uncle is just like, oh, I'll drive you there. And he's just like, oh, you don't need to do that. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. I, I want to talk to you, mm-hmm. by the way. He... He's doing this mainly just as an excuse to talk to Peter. Mm-hmm. Because Peter's very has been very distant with them lately, trying to figure out what's happening to him. 
And his uncle is concerned, like mm -hmm. any loved one should. And he drops him, or he's in the car, and we get the iconic scene. Yes. Or the iconic line, at the very least. Mm -hmm. But he goes, look, I know things have been tough. I don't know what you're going through, but believe me, or this is the time when the man you are now is the man you will be for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Great line. Then he goes, just remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm not your father. Then stop trying to be. And Peter's just being all defensive. But mm -hmm. I love that you could just see it in Uncle Ben's eyes, just the how pain. hurt he was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he's just trying to help. Mm -hmm. And then we get the wrestling scene. Yes. Where we meet Bonesaw McGraw, played by actual wrestler, the late Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. And then we also get the announcer, Bruce Campbell, for $3,000. Is there a man enough to stand for three minutes with this titan of testosterone? <laughs> <laughs> and Peter goes to sign up, and the person that is doing that a then-unknown Octavia Spencer. Mm -hmm. Academy Award nominee Octavia Spencer. Academy Award winner. Oh, winner. Octavia yeah, that's Spencer. true. Mm -hmm. May God have mercy on your soul. Yes. I don't and know if then, you have that line. It's great. The, I think it was like, what's your name? And as we see uh, uh, Bruce Campbell repeating the same thing about $3,000. It was like, a, who will be... Who will be participating under the, under their free will? It was like a, the sum of three thousand dollars will be paid to the terrifying, the deadly. I was like, "What is your name, kid?" The human spider. That's the best you got. Well, that sucks. The amazing Spider Man. I said the, the human, human spider. spider. <laughs> I don't care. Get out there. Oh yeah! Before I forget, um, the with great power comes great responsibility line. Mm -hmm. um comes after he um he tells peter he knows that he got into a fight with flash mm -hmm. and he goes he probably deserved it but um you got to be responsible to know when and how best to use the power mm -hmm. of whatever it is that peter has so it's yeah with great power comes great responsibility mm -hmm. you know you can't take the power that you have for granted and abuse it mm-hmm like Peter is doing right now in this wrestling match with Bonesaw McGraw. <laughs> and they're all uh, just roasting the shit out of him. I got you for three minutes. Opinion less than one. And uh, we also find out that Peter signed up for a cage match. <laughs> so he can't escape. And Bonesaw starts beating the shit out of him to the point where it's psychotic. Yes. Because, you know, they give him the chair and everything. That works. But you and Peter, Peter goes up against the bars, and he's just like, what are you doing up there staying away from you? That's a cute outfit. Did your husband give it to you? <laughs> oh, I went canceled. Oh, no, okay. oh my God. <laughs> but, yes, uh, he uses his agility, and this is he, he even does the Spider-Man pose. Mm-hmm. But then Bonesaw gets a freaking crowbar. Yes. That's too far. 
The chair, mm-hmm. I understand. That's yes. in a lot of wrestling. But a crowbar can actually fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. Knowing this dude, yeah, it would have killed him. So Peter actually does beat him. He just kicks he kicks the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. And he wins. And he goes to collect his money. But the asshole wrestling promoter only gives him $100. Mm-hmm. Because he only pinned him in two minutes. And you're lucky you're getting that. Which that's also very true to life. Most wrestling promoters, or there are scummy wrestling mm-hmm. promoters that are like that. I remember an episode of Hot Ones where Sasha Banks was just like, um, it was either get the money that I got or like get only $25 or a hot dog. Like it was, it was bad. Damn. It was, it was stupid. And he goes, I need that money. I failed. Uh, I missed the part where that's my problem. Mm-hmm. So. And then I was like, "Hey!" And then and then Toby, uh, Toby walks away, Peter. And then we see a guy with some like white hair, like like pointing. I was like, uh, "He's like, hey, what the hell? Put the money in the bag." And then we see uh, the manager guy was like, "Hey, he stole the money. He stole the gate." And then Peter is like waiting for the elevator, and he just slides. Like on the side to let the robber into the elevator, and the elev- and the robber says like thanks, and then I was like uh, and then the the cops was like why you let him go, and then the manager comes I was like uh, why you could have tear that guy apart, and now he's getting away with my money. I missed it, but was that's my problem? I was like damn the snare, oh. pew, 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 pew. Yeah. yeah, I was like damn this whole situation basically could have been avoided and the situation with uncle ben afterwards because uh when peter comes outside mm-hmm. we learned that uncle ben's been shot mm-hmm. and this actually did bring a tear to my eye just because he looks at him and his eyes are all welled up with tears and he just goes peter, peter. And he, it's heartbreaking mm-hmm. to watch i'm just i'm thinking about it and i'm starting to cry a little because yeah, he's just looking up at him like, "I'm gonna die," and Peter's just like, "I'm, I'm here, Uncle Ben." Mm-hmm. And yeah, Toby can also cry like a champ. But and yes, also, Uncle Ben. Thomas, Thomas Hayden Church is right there by a corner. We know that so we we're don't not see getting him yet. into that now. We're not getting into <laughs> that now. We'll get, we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> but yes, then immediately. It's replaced with rage, and he overhears that they're chasing the robber. Mm-hmm. And so he puts on his wrestling outfit, and he finally swings across the city mm-hmm. for the first time, chasing him. And he also knows where the robber is because he has Uncle Ben's car. He was mm-hmm. car. He was the carjacker, and then we he manages to get him into this abandoned warehouse, mm-hmm. and we learn that. This was the guy that he let escape with the the at, the at the arena mm-hmm. with all the money, and those are uh, the frosted tips guy. Mm-hmm. And immediately hits Peter that he is indirectly responsible for letting his uncle die, mm-hmm. and it hits him like a freight train. And I love that Peter doesn't do anything. But the guy just, he literally just trips and falls out the window, and that's how he dies. Peter yes. didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And then they try to 
they're like, we got the place surrounded. But of course he pulls a Batman, manages mm-hmm. to escape. And then he goes home and he tells Aunt May and it's done entirely through the score, mm-hmm. which I love those moments when no spoken dialogue is there. And then we cut to the, um, um, no, no, no. This is when we go to the aerospace yes. quest aerospace, who is the rival company to Oscorp mm-hmm. with, uh, it's amazing. We're 40 minutes in and we're only just now getting to like maybe the end of the first act. Yes. Maybe. This is going to be a long episode. Really long. <laughs> but we learn that the general is just like, oh, if you guys got the goods, I'll sign the contract right now. Mm-hmm. I just want Osborne out of business. Yes. But while they're doing a test flight of the rival company's gear a the exosuit and glider from oscorp comes and it bombs the shit out of them and everybody inside is killed kills the general and then we cut to Great I transition believe. though we see the explosion and you see all of the rubble but the rubble turns into all of those things for like when you graduate oh yeah the graduation caps yes the graduation caps and then we cut yeah to uh Peter, MJ, and Harry's graduation. Mm-hmm. Peter was part of the chess club. Of course he was. <laughs> and May is just like, I'm so proud of you. And even Norman is, pre- he even showed up mm-hmm. to Harry's graduation. And he gives his son a handshake, which for Harry, you see in his face, this is the biggest thing. He's, he never shows this much affection. Then he goes to Peter and he's just like, hey, if you need anything, just let me know. And he puts his put his arms on his shoulders, mm-hmm. looking directly at him. And Harry just walks away because, yeah, he's I think he's jealous. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't say it, but he's really hurt that his father is showing more affection to Peter mm-hmm. than to him. And even Norman goes, you're like a brother to Harry. And if you need anything, just let me know. Peter's just like, no, 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 that's okay. And in the distance, we see that Mary Jane broke up with Flash. So Flash is out of the movie. And there was a ring, and... too. Yep. And like... she wants the ring. Mm-hmm. And then we get Peter in his room after the mm-hmm. graduation. With May. And he's just... With May. And he's just crying. And he just goes, I miss him so much. And May being... The kind woman she is just goes, I miss him too. But he loved you and he would be proud of the man that you are going to be, what you're going to accomplish. Just give some great comforting words. And it's so awesome to see that Peter has such a good loving support system. Mm -hmm. That's another reason why I love Spider-Man is because Batman has Alfred. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Wayne has Alfred. Clark Kent has Jonathan and Martha, or for a time, Jonathan and Martha, but he has Martha Kent and Lois Lane. And Peter Parker has Aunt May mm-hmm. and eventually Mary Jane. But then, yeah, you juxtapose that with Mary Jane's terrible family, and she <laughs> somehow is normal. Mm hmm. Yes, he makes a new costume and he goes around foiling petty robberies, muggings, 
he borrows the name from the legendary chin Bruce Campbell, uh, Spider-Man. And then we get the most perfect casting in a comic book movie, bar none, J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. That is literally not only how he looks, that is how I picture when he sounds like, and that is exactly how he acts from the comic books. He is literally taken from the comic to the screen, and it's perfect. I This is how I was introduced to a lot of these actors as well, is through mm-hmm. these movies. Had no idea who J.K. Simmons was, but all I knew was that J. Jonah Jameson is a jerk, mm-hmm. but he was awesome. He's funny, he's harsh, but he's a good, he's really good at what he does. Mm-hmm. What about you, Raul? List off some quotes, please. I'm begging you. I fucking love uh, J. Jonah Jameson. I like. I really love his. Almost all of his dialogue is like super mean wordy. Me and Billy, we always bring it up, but also we skip uh, a little transition as we see another great cameo from uh, a regular Raimi's. We see. I was like, huh, a guy with eight legs sounds kind of hot. It's Lucy Lawless, Sheena, the warrior princess herself. How the people of New York react to Spider-Man. Yeah. My favorite is, he stinks, and I don't like okay. him. Oh, they got, he's like a freaky dude, a waka dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and uh, I forgot that Norman offers uh, Peter a job. Mm-hmm. And because he's moving into the two-bedroom, two-floor apartment, with Harry that his yes. father paid for already. So they already got their rent paid for and everything. Damn. They're all set up. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Great opportunity. Yes. But Peter just goes, no, I want to, I want to make my own way in the world. Mm-hmm. And Norman just like, I respect that. Yeah. And I'm like Norman. I respect that too. Mm-hmm. He's not taking the easy way. And then, oh yeah. And we also skipped uh, Peter practicing his accuracy with his webs yeah dr pepper can maybe that's why i love dr pepper so much and all the web in his room and also <laughs> he, he he accidentally smashes a lamp yes and a, a portrait and also we skip at the end of this month where we see losi lawless we see the iconic shot of spider-man looking at the city and we see the twin towers on his eye yeah and uh, another thing is that we skipped Norman waking up from the accident. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't remember where he was. There's a quick jump scare in there. Mm-hmm. That's one of the first jump scares ever. Harry finds him. And he, we learn that the Dr. Slom is dead. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, what? All right, we got to call the board meeting. And then we... Uh, and now we go to the board meeting where they say... Where Norman's happy because Quest had to reorganize mm-hmm. after the debacle that killed the general. And he has more, Oscorp has more government contracts and the company's stock is higher. But he learns that the board of directors have ch- uh, chosen to accept a buyout from mm-hmm. Quest. And, and he, the condition is he's for him not to from be. The company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a unanimous decision from the board of directors. He goes, you can't do this to me. Did, I, my name's on the company. You know how much I've sacrificed? 
Sorry about all that. But then that one dickhead is just like, you're out, Norman. Out, am I? Also, we skip uh, part of the J. Jonas Jameson first introduction. Of Who is Spider-Man? A criminal? Vigilante? A public menace? What is he doing on the front page? And then we see his assistants. Uh, I forgot their name, but one of the assistants is Ted Robbie Raimi. And Betty mm-hmm. Brandt, who uh, Elizabeth Banks, before she became famous. Uh-huh. And uh, I always forget Robbie's last name. Oh, yeah, Robbie Robertson. Played mm-hmm. by the actor that played Radio Rahim in Do the Right Thing. And if you've ever they, seen that, if that amazing Spike Lee joint. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he goes, Jonah, they've, they sold four truckloads. Mm-hmm. So they sold out four newspaper stands. And he goes, sold out. All right. Spider-Man is uh, page one. Somebody's got to get a good photograph of this guy. We get Julia Roberts in a thong. We can certainly get a picture of this weirdo. And if he doesn't want to be famous, I'll make him infamous. <laughs> And also, they, we put out a little hint that Eddie has been uh, on it for a week trying to find a photo of Spider-Man. If you know who Eddie Brock is, mm-hmm. you definitely can catch that Easter egg. Yes, and, and then Jay Jonas was like, cash? Cash money for a picture of Spider-Man. And then that's, he that's said how that. Peter gets a photography job because he sees it in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Because remember, newspapers were an actual thing back in the day. Now it's oh. all digital. Oh, yeah, for Gen Cs, you read the news on a paper. Yeah, you you people, you don't know that. You only read it on your phone or Twitter. Yeah, so Peter ends up, he's walking around town. Um, he, he's going to go to the, this is after his meeting with the Bugle, and he gets the pictures of Spider-Man because he set up saw him foiling crimes. And Jonah's just like, uh, crap, crap, mega, mega crap. crap. 200 for it. What? No, it's more than that. That's outrageous. Fine, three hundred. Done. <laughs> three hundred dollars. He's like, he's like, he's just like, no, they're worth at least three hundred. Three hundred? That's absurd. Done. Oh, so I want a job. No, you need freelance. That's a perfect thing for a kid your age. But I never said nothing about a job. Also, I will give you some nice Christmas meat. I will give you that. <laughs> nice. Christmas. I'm Peter Parker. I'm the photographer. <laughs> and Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> But yes, he gets a job with the Bugle, and he's coming home, and he sees Mary Jane walking out of a diner. The Moondance Diner. The Moondance Diner, yes. It's a Friends reference. Oh, it is a Friends reference. Holy the shit. big boobs? When Monica worked at that 50s oh diner? Oh my god. It's the same diner. <laughs> I never Wait, noticed. Talking about comic book connections, that's the story where John Favreau is the girl, is is the boyfriend of Monica's in that story arc in season two. John Favreau, Iron Man, so it's comic book reference too. Well, also Daredevil. But also well, Daredevil? We don't talk about that. <laughs> I like that movie. Yeah. Uh, Mary Jane lies about, oh, I'm acting, and then we get the sleazy cook, Enrique, who's just like, <laughs> hey, don't re-walk out of me again, and then she like of course she has the big brown coat mm-hmm. and she's kind of ashamed or she's not kind of she's very ashamed to be a waitress mm-hmm. but peter's just like why are you why are you ashamed you know it's it beats not having a job and he lifts her spirits up mm-hmm. and you see the chemistry between toby and kirsten is Great. awesome mm-hmm. like it's one of the reasons why this movie is so good is because mary jane and peter parker's relationship is very believable Mm-hmm. You believe how these two have feelings for each other. 
we knew Peter's feelings were one-sided, but how Mary Jane ends up falling for Peter because he's just a good, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not a nice guy, quote unquote. He's just, he's a good person. Mm-hmm. And I believe that um, after this, we get the World Unity Day. No, almost. Uh, I think that we skip uh, when Toby goes back with Harry. It was like, a, uh, I got fired today. I was like, a, what happened? I was late for work and Dr. Connors fired me. You were late again? I don't get you. What are you doing all the time? Uh, like, that's another reference of Dr. Connors, uh, the lizard. And, and then it was like, uh, and that's when we see when Norman says, it was like, uh, that Peter says, like, I'm going to get my own job. And that's, he see uh, the thing about the photos. And I think after this, yeah, you're out, Norman. And then we yeah, get, we get to World Unity Day, which I always just thought was just a Thanksgiving Day parade or like, like a Thanksgiving Day parade celebration i didn't know it was put on by oscorp yes so that now knowing that it makes sense why all the the board of directors were there Mm -hmm. including uh not charles xavier and um freaking barty crouch looking mofo (laughs) um he's the one that's like you're out norman Mm -hmm. yes harry invited mj there and she's in an awesome red dress and we see that harry he buys a lot of stuff for MJ, but he's doing it just because he has money. He has the money to do Mm -hmm. it and he wants to do it. And he's very, very concerned about, um, the first impression of MJ to his father. Mm -hmm. Because yes, now Harry and MJ are going out and Peter sees this and Harry never told him Mm -hmm. this because he knew that Peter liked MJ. Everybody knows that Peter does. But he didn't want to break his friend's heart because Harry is a true friend. Mm-hmm. And also, then you skip the amazing, the amazing cameo of Macy Gray. Yes, Ariane's <laughs> favorite early two thousands, never dated Macy Gray cameo. <laughs> and then we get the Green Goblin mm-hmm. making an introduction, and he bombs the shit out of the the upper scaffolding. And kills the board of directors. Out am I? With the pumpkin bombs. And it disintegrates them. And I was just like, holy shit. Really I mean, fucking the CGI cool. is not good, but everybody just gets disintegrated to bones. Mm-hmm. And MJ's on a ledge, of course. Harry gets knocked out by debris. Mm-hmm. And then we get the, uh, <laughs> the goblin, who is the best character in the movie. He flies up and is like, hello, my dear. She's screaming. And then the weird extra who's just like, look, it's Spider-Man. <laughs> Batman, yeah, guy. Also, we right in that moment, you flinch, you don't see it. When all of the rubble is getting out as Mary Jane is also uh, trying to hold on, we see Stan Lee re- re- like, um, like, almost like this, like uh, trying to like skip also like the rocks. It's a quick shot, and if you don't know where it's at, you will miss it entirely. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who Stan Lee was until Spider-Man 3, mm-hmm. when it was a very obvious cameo. Also, I really love the shot before you see Spider-Man, the way that he takes out his shirt, like Superman style. Oh, yes, and then we get a fight between Spider-Man and the Goblin. Goblin mm-hmm. is punching a bunch of cops, because I guess they can't fire into the civilians. This one stupid kid who always pissed me off his name is Billy. 
God damn it, Billy. <laughs> Why must you ruin my name? And I'm like, and he's, just, he's just standing there as one of the balloon uh, parade balloons is coming down on top of him. And she's just like uh, the lady, of course, screaming. Mother's not doing anything. She's just right there screaming. Someone help my child. And of course, Spider-Man yep, gets him. And then mommy <laughs> and a lot and then a lot of bad ADR from Green mm-hmm. Goblin. Yes. I've noticed. I surrender. <laughs> yes, he is beating the shit out of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But he goes up to save Mary Jane, and um, Goblin stops him. But he gets he malfunctions the glider, and he flies away, going, "We'll meet again, Spider-Man." <laughs> <laughs> and then he saves Mary Jane when he's when she's falling down, and he is diving after her. He's it's a very perfect dive. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, saves her just in the nick of time, and she is just like uh, he he drops her off on a building. You know, they swing across the city. It's romantic. She has the the I want to sit on you eyes, <laughs> um, and it's just like uh, he he does the some great quipping with like this couple on top of the building. He's just like, oh, don't worry, we were just in the neighborhood. She's just like, wait. Um, who are you? You know who I am. Yeah. You? Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> and I added the audio, fuck you, bitch. And then he flips <laughs> and goes across the city, and he's going, woo <laughs> But she is smitten with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That's when she falls in love. And then the following scene that uh, Harry's on the phone, what do you mean incredible? <laughs> And Peter's in the room too, and he hears this, and he he gives a little smirk. Yeah. Uh, but and, uh, yeah, and, uh, so Harry after like... this is when. Mm-hmm. Oh no! This is when um, I think Peter talks to Mary Jane, um, in the. No, 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 no! This is when he he runs into Mary Jane again, mm-hmm. and he talks with her about Spider Man, mm-hmm. I believe, and she is. She's coming home from the day, and there again, it's another casual conversation. But this time, she goes to a alley because these four dudes are trying to rape her. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that at the time, and it's pouring rain, mm-hmm. like a ridiculous amount. And she's not wearing a bra, also. So if uh, <laughs> you were me, that was the first pair of boobs you unintentionally saw. Oh, that was your fir- fir- first pair of boobs? Uh, one of the first pair. The very first were Starship Troopers during the mm. shower scene. Mine were Titanic 1997 in the movie theater. Was like, That's another one. <laughs> and of course, another Paul Verhoeven, the infamous Showgirls. Oh, Just clips of Showgirls. Damn. Um, most of the cool scene. If you don't know that scene, cinema. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Yes, we're an hour in, and we're only getting to when Spider-Man beats up these four dudes. One of them played by an actual mixed uh, MMA fighter. Mm. And then we get the iconic upside-down kiss. Yes. And she still doesn't know that it's Peter. Because they kind of never kissed before. uh, The reason why Spider-Man is there is because Peter saw that um, these four guys were going to jump her. Mm -hmm. And... He can't save her as Peter, so he saves her as Spider-Man. 
and then he's upside down and then she's just like that's that's twice you saved me i think i have a superhero stalker and then she goes do i get to thank you this time plants a deep kiss on him and mm-hmm. it's a good kiss iconic he's, he's she's kissing his chin at one point and then I mean, we've all wanted to do the upside down Spider-Man kiss at one point in our lives. Mm-hmm. I know I did. You know they're the one if they're willing to do it. Yes. And also, uh, we skip also the first time that uh, Norman realizes that he's the goblin. Oh, yes. Talking with himself. Yes. I was like... I I killed them. We killed them. And he's literally talking to himself in the mirror. Yes. And he's doing the creepy Willem Dafoe face. And it's essentially Gollum and Smeagol mm-hmm. yeah. at this point. He's like, remember your little accident? Me, your greatest creation. I'll give you I give you power. But there's one who can stop us. Or imagine he can join us. <laughs> and the creepy uh, Will and the full face. face. Yeah. Another thing I love is just the goblin laugh. Mm-hmm. Like Willem Dafoe just laughing, but he does it so well. Mm-hmm. And then we cut out with J. Jordan Jameson with Peter. I was like, oh, wow, the green goblin and Spider Man. Maybe they're working together. Hey, let's oh, say. name Green Goblin. I want to hear, I want, I want to get a quarter every time somebody says it. And then Peter said, was like, that's slander. That's not slander. Is this someone that you don't trust? I trust my barber. No, he, he goes, uh, Peter has an obvious issue with Spider-Man being slandered by J. Mm-hmm. Jonah Jameson, which again, in the comic books, he hates Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And he has is very biased, which uh, that's the irony is that he's supposed to be a journalist and they're supposed to be unbiased. Mm-hmm. But that's not true at all. That's never been true. Everybody has a bias. He really just, he thinks that's, that Spider-Man is a criminal. It's a menace. And he goes just like, it's not slander. It's not spoken in word. It's, uh, it's not slander. It's print. It's libel. And then Peter goes, you don't trust anyone, do you? I trust my barber. And then it's just this quick moment because he threw the cigar that he had outside and then it just comes right back up on his desk. Boom! Crashes into his office. Uh, Green Goblin. And he goes, Jameson, you slime! Who's the photographer taking the pictures of Spider-Man? I don't know. His he, stuff comes in the mail! You <laughs> lie! And we actually see that uh, Jonah, um, JJ, is protecting Peter. Because yeah. he knows that Peter takes the p- photos. But he's protecting him because, mm-hmm. yes, the Green Goblin is looking for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But Spider-Man ends up there and he's just like, Spider-Man, I knew you two were working together. And he webs his mouth. Mom and dad are talking, Junior. <laughs> and then, sleep. <laughs> ah. <laughs> he gasses him and knocks him out. Or he, he knocks him out with gas. Mm-hmm. And then he talks with him on the roof and he offers an alliance. He mm-hmm. wants him Join her, and together they can rule the city. The galaxy? Oh, sorry, the city. <laughs> no, no, no. Holding on! Let go. What? No. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really sorry for the audio listeners. <laughs> Ridiculously loud. I love this movie. Yes. So much. But yes, uh, he, he gives him a few days. Think about it, hero! Even at one point, he just... 
He just smacks his head. Mm-hmm. Also, but the way they said was like, they find you amusing the people of the city. The thing that they love of a hero is when the hero falls or die trying. It's part of everything you have done for them. Eventually, they will hate you. And in a way, it's true. Mm-hmm. Because the city does um, turn on him because Jonah's, um, J. Jonah Jameson is printing slander that Spider-Man and Green Goblin are teaming up. And attacked and him. Course, yeah, and attacked him. And that that puts a pretty big thing against his uh, name. Mm-hmm. Where, like It hurts his reputation a lot. Or Spider-Man's reputation. Mm-hmm. And but um, a few days later on Thanksgiving, actually. So this is a Thanksgiving movie, technically. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, there's a fire in an apartment building and Spider-Man comes to save this woman's baby who will not shut up about, oh, my baby's in there. And now I keep thinking, Say my baby! Why did you... I was like, why did you leave your baby in there? <laughs> yes. Wouldn't that be one of the first things that, wouldn't that be the first person that you bring out of a fire is a baby. Thankfully, the baby doesn't cough either because uh-huh. they're just wrapped up in But Spider-Man saves the baby, and then the police are just like, "Police, we're gonna arrest you!" And he's just like, "I'm going back in there." And they're just like, uh, "The one cop is just like, you better be out here when I do. I'm not. I'm not staying here, Chief, hmm. because he hears a screaming woman." <laughs> and of course, um. This act, I think, is the thing that puts Spider-Man back in good graces because he's sh- he's helping people and being mm-hmm. a good person. Also, but before then we he see... finds out mm-hmm. the the screaming woman is the Goblin somehow, yes. is Green Goblin, that he staged this fire, and I love that he's just like, "You didn't join me, and you must be out of your mind. It's you who's out, got or Gobby. He's like." Yeah, it's you who's out, Gobby, out of his mind. Ah, oh, it's so bad, but so good. And, and he has these pumpkin bombs that have these, like, what do you, what do you even call them? They look kind of like the the balls from Harry Potter. They look like oh, witches. Uh, uh, the, the golden snitch. They go, they go, they look like golden snitches. You think about it. <laughs> Yeah, they come out with these knives that are just rotating around. And one of them actually cuts Peter's mm-hmm. uh, arm. Yeah, it ends up cutting Peter's arm. And that, of course, Peter, being Peter, ends up being late for Thanksgiving dinner at his and Harry's apartment. Oh, so you forgot to say, no one says no to me. No one says no to me. Also, another line that we skipped from the rooftop was like, join me. And like, I was like, oh, we can destroy and battle each other again and again and again and again until we're both dead. Is that what you really want? Like, oh, really yeah. Joker thing? Like, the thing and that again and again and again until we're both dead. Is that what you really want? Mm-hmm. Think about it, hero! <laughs> and now we go to Thanksgiving. With the greatest Thanksgiving scene of all time. Yes. Because Norman ends up showing up, and mm-hmm. he brought fruitcake. And then they hear a, a thud on the top floor, which is Peter's room. And they're like, oh, I didn't know Peter was here. 
That's a really nice tension-filled scene because mm-hmm. everybody goes up. Well, I think everybody except Mary Jane. Yeah, Mary because Jane. Aaron's there, Aunt May is there, and Norman is there. And Peter, being Spider-Man, he's still in the Spider-Man suit, so mm-hmm. he can't he can't be seen. And he is up on the wall, or he, he's up on the roof. But the cut on his arm has gathered so much blood that a drop ends up hitting the floor. Nobody except Norman notices this. And uh, Norman takes that into account. He's like, huh, that's weird. Drop mm-hmm. of blood. And then Peter comes in with the cranberry sauce. Sorry about I'm late, everyone. Sorry about the cranberry sauce. I had to beat an old lady with a stick to get it. <laughs> That's pretty Seinfeld kind of line. <laughs> yep. That man took they... my marble rye. That's a Seinfeld reference. I'll let you describe this dinner scene, Raul. And so, uh, and then uh, uh, Peter get, gets, get, walks in. And then I was like, uh, and now we're going to say grace. This is the first time, the first time that the boys are in this apartment. It has to be perfect. And then we see that Norman, I don't know that kind of like um, dessert that it was right next to him, that he puts his finger on it. I think it was kind I of like it was a just cake. stuffing. Yeah, maybe stuffing. It and, uh, yeah, I think it was just stuffing. It might have been the turkey. Mm-hmm. And no, it was kind of like, a, it had some marshmallows, I think. And so, oh yeah, yeah. And so, and then Norman May- just slapped his hand. I was like, Norman, will you do the honors? And Norman was like, "Fucking bitch!" It was like he's like preparing. Yeah, the he, night. Gives, he gives that that same look that you just gave the the squinty side eye <laughs> for Aunt May, and I was just like, "You don't do that to Aunt May. She's a good, she's a nice lady." Mm-hmm. Yes, will you carve the turkey? Mm-hmm. It's a big honor in Thanksgiving if you get to carve the turkey. Yes. And well, and he's just looking psychotic while doing it. And then May was like, "Oh, Peter, you're bleeding." And then as Norman stops the the knives, I was like, "Oh, uh, I was like running along to get the cranberry sauce. A bike messenger knocked me down." And then I was like, uh, "And then Norman was like, uh, huh? A bike messenger? Yes, a bike puts, messenger." He puts two and two together, mm-hmm. and that's when he. Discover, uh, realizes that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And then he gets up, he walks away, was like, I'm sorry, Aunt May, uh, I, I need to do something else. I, I, some, it's something that I need to do right now. And then uh, Harry walks... Enjoy the first take. And then uh, Harry walks away uh, with, with Norman. I was like, Dad, you but you were here like to meet MJ. She's really important to me. A woman like that, this, the only thing that they want is your trust money. Yeah, your mother was beautiful too. Do what you want with her, then uh, kick her to the curb yes. or something like that. It's not but for he's a real asshole. Mm-hmm. Real asshole to Harry. And Harry even, and Harry's even a bigger asshole because he doesn't defend Mary Jane. Yeah, and at first it seemed like everything was going okay. She's actually wearing a black dress this time, mm-hmm. like Harry asked. And we also, it, it just seemed like a nice, friendly conversation, like environment. Mm-hmm. That they created all ruined by Norman abruptly leaving and being a dick about it. And then, mm-hmm. yes, like you said, Harry being even a bigger dick, which causes MJ to feel bad. And she walks out mm-hmm. and everybody's apologizing to Aunt May, which is appropriate. And 
then after that, what do we do after that? Um, I think that's when. Oh yes, that's when the goblin attacks Aunt May. Yes. So Aunt May is uh, saying a prayer before she goes to bed, She's like a good Catholic woman, over a picture of um, uh, Peter, Uncle Ben, and her, which is the same po- photo that Peter has. Uh, he has one of those photos. I guess it was it was just a family photo, and she's saying the Lord's prayer, which I do know the Lord's prayer. But then the goblin comes in, boom, tears open her uh, her room, and is just like, finish it, finish it from evil. Yeah, because she's like at first, deliver us. <laughs> Not not the Prince of Egypt. Finish it from evil. And then she's rushed to the hospital and mm. she's just in shock. Yeah. Oh, those horrible yellow eyes. And that's when yeah, that's when Peter comes in. He's just like, what happened? And then um a little bit later on when Mary Jane is coming to visit, because Peter's there all night being the good nephew and support of and supportive of his mother figure he uh mary jane comes and she reveals well yeah her and harry broke up like harry tried to call be the uh apologize but she didn't take it because she reveals she's in love with spider-man and Peter's just like, oh, okay. He, you know, and she goes, has he mentioned me? And she, and he goes, well, now that you mention it, yeah, he has. I'm kind of his unofficial photographer, wink. And what did he say about me? Well, he asked me, he, he knew that I know you. Mm-hmm. And he said, describe MJ. And so he does. And he goes, you know, when you look into her eyes, you feel strong, and but also weak, mm-hmm. and weaker at the same time. It's, and we see that he's essentially just confessing his love to Mary Jane. Yes, but he is just totally smitten by that. And she takes Peter's hand, and we see, you know, maybe she does like Peter, mm-hmm. not Spider Man. And Aunt May is totally like smiling and shipping them right there. Oh yeah, Aunt May ends up waking up at one point, but then she just pretends to go back to sleep. I'm just mm. like, you know, good respect there, Aunt May. <laughs> you know, helping, helping out your nephew, mm-hmm. um, not intruding upon his privacy. Mm-hmm. But then immediately, Harry comes in with a bouquet of flowers, of course. Also wanting to visit Aunt May, but also wanting to, I guess, visit Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he sees Peter and MJ. He has half a moment, and he just sort of takes it in. Like, okay, I guess Peter is taking his chance now. Mm-hmm. Shows that everybody just treats Harry... Is, or he, he knows, after seeing this, that his relationship with MJ is officially over. Mm-hmm. But he takes it pretty well, surprisingly. And... That's a lot, considering how much shit Harry has been through in this movie. He's been mistreated by pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. Peter 
not intentionally mistreated by Peter, but he does end up stealing his girlfriend mm-hmm. because he does admit to Peter. He's like, look, dude, I love you, but I've had a thing for her too. And you never jumped on that. So I'm going to do that. And that's awesome that they communicate. And I, I buy that they're friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole point of this held in the second and third movie, it's extremely important. Like, um, we also learned that through this, um, there's another talk with Aunt May, and she goes just like, your job at the planet, visiting <laughs> me, going with Mary Jane. You're not Superman. Yeah, you yet. know. So apparently Superman exists in this universe mm-hmm. as well. But then she's like, oh, Peter, I've known that you've had a crush on MJ this entire time. Everyone's known. Everyone. In fact, she, everyone. In fact, when she moved in next door and she got out of the car for the first time, you turned to me and you said, Aunt May, Aunt May, is that an angel? (laughs) It's it's so stupid, but he's just like, oh, wow, I said that. Mm -hmm. She's just like, yeah. Aunt May, just given, she really is like Yoda, gives the best advice. And I love that now with Uncle Ben gone, he actually does take the time to spend time with her. Mm -hmm. He knows how she's also hurting because Ben died Mm -hmm. losing her spouse who's they've been together for, I don't know how long, but Peter's entire life for sure. But yeah, it, it, I love that this movie illustrates just how important uncle Ben Mm -hmm. was to Peter, even though he wasn't on screen for very long, his teachings and his character Mm -hmm. really bled into Peter's character and he takes his words with great power comes great responsibility heart because he uses his powers and is very responsible with them. Mm-hmm. And he, he uses the guilt of uncle Ben's death that he feels over uncle Ben's death to do something better about mm-hmm. it. And he saves a lot of people, but and- this also ends up backfiring because yeah, the goblin knows who Peter is. Yes. And we know this because ring, ring, ring. Harry goes to Norman and and then says that Peter that MJ loves Peter now. I was like now he loves him. I was like, and then Norman says, I will correct some iniquities. And then as we see when Mason so was like, why you're so mysterious all the time? Everybody knows that you love MJ. And he uh, Peter I was like, huh? and then he goes to the phone. Oh yeah. Another thing, you mentioned Harry and Norman's conversation. This is the first time that Norman actually acts like a father mm-hmm. like he's just like i know i haven't always been there for you and i'm sorry and he and harry just immediately goes but you're a busy man he goes that's not an excuse mm-hmm. you know i've i've been a terrible father and i want to make this right and when harry comes home hurt and you see him welling up with tears norman is just like I believe this is actually Norman, not the Goblin. Yeah, that's Norman. Mm-hmm. This is actually Norman because Norman Osborn is a good man. He's a very flawed man, but he's a good man as well. Mm-hmm. And he just, like you said, he learns through Harry that MJ likes Peter. And he's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But then he turns into the Goblin. But in order to hide this, he gives Harry a hug. And it's actually a really nice hug. 
Like mm -hmm. Perry definitely needed it for sure. And then uh, we we see it was like, oh, so MJ, please, uh, like uh, he's less of voicemail. Just don't go into some dark alleys. And then it was like, and then uh, the Green Goblin picks up. I was like, can Spider-Man come out and play? I was like, where is she? And then we cut out. Where is the trigger? We cut out with, we see that the Goblin is like flying through the Brooklyn Bridge. I think that's the right one. Yeah, it's Brooklyn Bridge. And then it was like, he's like, the busy, busy spider come down the water sprout. Concave the Goblin. Goblin the spider out. <laughs> oh, I love that. The itsy bitsy spider. <laughs> oh, man. And then, but what he does, he kidnaps Mary Jane uh, mm -hmm. because of, of course. But he also sabotages a trolley car. Oh, oh, no, it's not the Brooklyn Bridge. It's the Roosevelt Bridge. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. Our mistake. Mm -hmm. You know, I know we've made a couple of mistakes on the podcast before, mm -hmm. but uh, this one we were able to catch. Mm -hmm. Thank you, IMDb. Mm -hmm. But when Spider-Man arrives, the, the Green Goblin gives him the choice of either yes. saving Mary Jane or the trolley car full of kids. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, kids. No, especially it was like, this is why fools are heroes. Because you never know where some lunatic will come with, with a sadistic choice. Let die the woman you love or suffer the little children. And you see the children, save us, Spider-Man, save us. Classic hero. Yes. It was um, like a... I remember also this being the case in Batman Forever. Mm -hmm. When they're given a choice to save one or two people. But how will but can he save both? Of course they can save both. Yes. Because heroes that's what heroes do. Mm -hmm. And then it was like uh, and the spider was like, Don't do it, Goblin. We are who we chose to be. Now choose. And did, then did I, he just quote the Iron Giant? I think so. We are who we choose to be. That's from the Iron Giant. <laughs> Major choice, Spider-Man. Superman. And see how a hero is rewarded. And then he lets them go. And I love the shot of you see both eyes, Mary Jane falling and the children falling. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like something out of a panel of a comic book. Mm -hmm. And then how does uh, he? How who who does he save first? Uh, he says, I think he says Mary Jane first, and then he grabs the, the cable. What the hell, Peter? <laughs> and then as he grab, he's grabbing the cable from the children, and balancing them out, and also with a web, and balancing Mary Jane on his body, he says to Mary Jane, I was like, please, you need to go down slowly and fast because he's coming back. And then as we see Mary Jane slowly, and I love how the Green Goblin is attacking Peter, holding the damn cable. And Mary Jane's like, ah, ah. <laughs> she's technically like fucking flying like a rag doll. But she's just so scared. And he's just like, look, Mary Jane, you got to go down. How did he gave so many clues that he's Peter Parker? Mm -hmm. Aside from the fact that he knows that her name is Mary, Mary Jane. Jane. Mm -hmm. You know, they never said each other's names before. And that he said before, don't go into dark alleys as Peter. Mm -hmm. I mean, that one I can get behind because she she probably learned it. Or she, she probably told her mom, who told mm -hmm. Aunt May, who told Peter. Which is how he ended up meeting her after the waitress thing. Mm -hmm. And then we see that we see a camera, like a boat. 
They still was like, oh, we're oh yeah, also, uh, Peter in this version is much stronger than Tom Holland's. Yes. He's able to lift a trolley car and Mary Jane at the same time. He's using one arm to lift the trolley car. I don't know if you know how much it weighs. It weighs a couple of tons. Yes. And so we're the fact that he's able to do that. And mm-hmm. Spider-Man can't even, in the new ones, he can't even put a, uh, a, a ferry back together. Good one. Which I think is more realistic, but he's Spider-Man. He's supposed to have superhuman strength as well. Mm-hmm. Not like Superman strength, but he's stronger than most. Well, also Tom Collin is Iron Man Jr. Oops, sorry. It's not Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, you, you, you let the one fan down. Ah, uh, yeah, we already lost that one. So, and we see the boat uh, goes underneath uh, uh, underneath Spider-Man. He pulls the trolley away and Mary Jane. And then as we see, uh, the Green Goblin was like, it's time to die. And then they, and then the Green Goblin gets stopped by an apple. I think it was an apple and an orange. Yeah, and we see that the knives come out. Like, mm-hmm. we see these gnarly looking knives come out of the glider. Mm-hmm. He's going to impale them. Mm-hmm. But this is, I think this was a... A pickup shot mm-hmm. of all of New York on this bridge throwing garbage at the Green Goblin yes. accurately. We get leave this Spider-Man one alone. Like, yeah, leave Spider-Man alone. You messed with one of us. You messed with, with all of us. us. And get, I got something for your ass. You messed with New York. You messed with Spider-Man. You messed with New York. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very much, I think, a pickup shot because after 9-11... Mm-hmm. This only came out in. This came out in November mm-hmm. of two thousand two. This is only a year after nine eleven. I believe this was November. No, May. It was May two thousand. May of two thousand two. Huh, May. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be May. My, my my point is, it wasn't even a year mm-hmm. after nine eleven. So it was with a catastrophic event like that. They really needed something, and. You mentioned the Twin Towers teaser video of where he strings up the helicopters between the two towers. There was also a poster where it's uh, the Twin Towers are in his eyes his view. Eyes. And there are some establishing shots that actually show the Twin Towers. Mm-hmm. And also Because think, you can't edit that out. That was just how it was. And also there's the big rumor that there was a whole sequence that they deleted from the movie. That involved the Twin Towers. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. That, I believe that because it was in the teaser video mm-hmm. as well. They got rid of it, and not only the the scene and the the poster, but the or not just the poster and the teaser, but also that scene. And I think that was a good choice. Yeah, it was a good choice. It would have been very inappropriate if mm-hmm. they kept it. Yeah, especially because, because talking yeah. about friends. Also, exactly when when after 9-11, there was going to be a scene of they were going to talk about a bomb when Chandler and Monica, they go through airport security and they deleted that whole thing out because of the Twin Towers as a, as a reaction. So there was a lot of things that changed exactly because of that. Talking about Friends references also too. Yeah, and Friends and Thanksgiving. This movie has a lot more in common with Friends than I thought. Mm-hmm. Even though... No friends cast members end up in this movie. <laughs> that seventies show cast member ends up in the movie mm-hmm. from like another amazing sitcom on that level. Yeah, I said it. I love that seventies show. But and they said that Benz was in Modern Family. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, main cast. Yeah, that's true. Um, so the goblin manages to grab Spider-Man and throw him into an abandoned building, and this is where we get our climax. That fucking amazing scene. Bloody it's scene. brutal. Yes. Because he throws a bomb at him, and it managed to tear... Tear off most of his mask, mm-hmm. revealing you know he's Peter. And I had an action figure of that toy. I don't know whatever happened to it, but I had it where it had like the nice. the torn mask and everything. Because of course, yeah, I was six years old. Of course, I had a Spider-Man action figure. Mm-hmm. I had a, had a toy Batmobile from the animated series. Nice and an action figure of Batman and Joker mm-hmm. from Mask of the Fan- Mask of the Phantasm Joker. Actually, good movie. Those would probably be worth a lot of money today. But I, I I didn't keep them because, of course, my dad probably sold them. Mm-hmm. But yes, they fight, and the goblin is just beating the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one point where he punches him, and they had to CG out the color red, and they made it spit. Mm-hmm. But you could tell it was blood. Yep. And his mouth is, like, ruby red. Yes. And then, He's as getting... we see a Spider-Man on the floor, and then the Goblin stumps into his fa- into his uh, into his uh, arms, like you spun yes. your last web, Spider-Man. Oh no, 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 not, not before that. We also get misery, misery, misery. That is what you have chosen. I offered you friendship, and you spat in my face. And then, yes, he steps on his hand because at one point he does web up uh, mm-hmm. Goblin, and I love the the sound of the web. It sounds yes. like like steel and mm-hmm. metal like it hardens really quickly yes. i love that but he steps on his wrist and it just goes you've spun your last web spider-man had you not been so selfish your little girlfriend's death would have been quick and painless but now that you've really pissed me off i'm gonna kill her nice and slow mj and i <laughs> <laughs> have a hell of a time <laughs> but this gets peter pissed yeah he just he starts wailing on him he ends up webbing uh he, he ends up uh knocking some building bricks on him mm-hmm. like like a partial wall around top of him and then slams him against the wall and punches him punches him punches him and then he's like stop stop peter it's me it's me and then he reveals that he's norman osborne Mm -hmm. and yeah peter's just like mr osborne Mm -hmm. you killed those people and he's like i didn't do anything the goblin did it i had nothing to do with it (laughs) i tried to stop and i did thank god for you peter oh yeah that's another thing there's lines that come right back because we Mm -hmm. saw before mj at one point told uh Peter, don't tell Harry mm-hmm. about the waitress job. Yes. And in this, we get Norman saying, thank God for you, Peter. You know? Or he's just like, I've been like a father to you. Be a son, Be a son. to me now. And we see that he's uh, he activated the glider. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to surprise him and stab him from behind. Literally stab him in the back. Mm-hmm. And Peter just goes, I had a father. And his name was, was Ben, ben Parker. Parker. Godspeed, Spider-Man. Godspeed, Spider-Man. And then we get the quick, the Sam Raimi quick uh, quick edit. Yes. 
not like the Edgar Wright quick edit, but it's a lot of close-ups, panning shots, mm. and quick zooms. And then, whoosh, Peter backflips over the glider, and then we get a quick shot of the goblin. Oh. <laughs> ah! And it's, it impales him. On the thing. So the dude unintentionally killed himself. Yes. And then he goes, Peter, don't tell Harry. <laughs> Great death, by the way. Mm-hmm. And yes, the goblin is no more, as is Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. Then we see Peter leaving uh, uh, Norman's body into back into his house. And Harry's like, what do you have done? And, and we also see that he's wrapped in uh, like... Like, like a, a cloak or something? Yeah, like a cloak yeah, or something. He, he, and it reminded me a lot of Christ mm-hmm. after he was taken down from the cross. And he was in The Last Temptation. Yeah, because Willem Dafoe played Jesus in The Last Temptation of Christ. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. It takes a hard left turn yes. at one point. But mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe is great. Yes. But yes, I think that was intentional. <laughs> Maybe. That's a good one. That's yes. a good reference. Harry, Harry sees them and... Yeah, now Harry has. Uh, he he lost his dad. Mm-hmm. And then this is the very last scene in the movie. Uh, they're at Norman Osborn's funeral, and Peter's there, of course. MJ's there. Aunt May is there. And Peter just goes, "Hey, Harry." Uh, I know what it's like to lose a father. Yeah, I know what it's like to lose a father both his actual father and Uncle Ben. So he mm-hmm. loses two fathers, technically. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he gives Harry another hug. And I liked that because it shows they're bros. Yes. They, they really are best friends. He's like, and I then lost he goes, thank God for you, Peter. <laughs> Much like his father. And he also has these this rage like his father. Mm-hmm. And we show... so. We sow the seeds of Harry possibly going evil, but he goes, I'll never forgive Spider-Man because he thinks that Spider-Man killed his father Mm -hmm. and he blames him for Norman Osborn's death. Mm -hmm. I swear on my father's grave, Spider-Man will pay. That was actually really good timing. Thank you, Mm -hmm. buddy. And then MJ notices Peter... He's visiting the grave of Uncle Ben because mm-hmm. they're in the same cemetery. Yes. And this is when MJ confesses that she is in love with Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And then they kiss the passionate kiss. But Peter, I believe he turns her down because he knows that if his enemies find out who he is, that his loved ones will be in danger. Mm-hmm. This is a common thing among heroes. And this is the first one that I learned of, or this is the first time I saw it, really. Because it it never really happened with, like, Superman. Like, Lex Lex Luthor never found out directly who Superman was. Mm -hmm. It just happened to be that Lois was in danger. Mm -hmm. But the Green Goblin figured out who Peter Parker was and used that to attack the people that he loved. Mm -hmm. That was the first time I had ever seen that, ever. Nice. And... Then Peter just goes, look, I love you too. And I'll always be there to support you as your friend. 
he friend zones Mary Jane. He friend zones Mary Jane. <laughs> and he goes, um, oh shit, what did she say? Just as a friend. Mm-hmm. And then he says, that's all I have to give. Mm-hmm. And, then wa- and then he walks off and we get the... Wait, also Mary Jane, she touches her lips. She's like, huh. Yeah, and she's like, she touches her lips. Like she notices something. And then as we see uh, Peter walking by, I was like, uh, with great power comes great responsibility. That's what I learned. This is my gift, my curse. Who am I? I'm Spider-Man. And then we also see- apologize for the barking dog. <laughs> Great timing there. But yes, then we get a shot or we get a sequence of him swinging over the city. At one point, he goes, uh, he's on the side of an American flag mm-hmm. because, of course, patriotism. Yes. And like you said, that was the last, those were the last lines in the movie. What a way to end the movie. Yes. And during the credits, we get that awesome uh, Nickelback song. I think it's Nickelback. At least Chad Kroger. Like, I wanna be a hero. <laughs> and they say that a hero you can save us. I don't want to stand their way. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so early 2000s. Yes. So yes, that is Spider-Man 2002. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. Maybe my nostalgia is blinding me, but... Yeah, it still really holds up. Solid superhero origin story. It captures the essence of Spider-Man in Mm -hmm. a way that I don't think will ever be replicated. Sam Raimi really understands it. And the fact that they trusted Sam Raimi, who was a horror director. He's known Mm -hmm. primarily for horror directors as a horror director. Now it's common with James Wan, David F. Sandberg, uh, Scott Derrickson, these Mm -hmm. horror directors. They seem to make really solid superhero movies. Yes. it's very strange, Doctor mm-hmm. Strange. Funny enough, Sam Raimi is also going back to superhero movies with the Doctor Strange sequel. Mm-hmm. Let's hope that's not just so it could be nostalgia bait for fans. Let's hope that it's actually a Sam Raimi movie. And it's not controlled by the studio. Yeah. And I've never seen a Sam Raimi movie in theaters, oddly enough. No, I did not see the Oz the Great and Powerful. Not even Drag Me to Hell? Well, no, I never saw Drag Me to Hell, actually. You know what? Scratch that. I have, I do remember hazy memories of um, Spider-Man 2. Mm. I don't know if I ever saw Spider-Man 3 in theaters, but I do remember seeing like snippets of my memory of Spider-Man 2, and I don't remember seeing the original at all. Mm-hmm. But if I saw it now, like if back then, I can't even imagine how crazy it was, how big Spider-Man oh. was. I remember he was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Can can you attest to that? Maybe it was... He was fucking was everywhere. He, I was 13 years old, me entering into being a teenager, and I bought those fucking spider webs things. It fitted for a child. It, it barely fit with me, but I still was playing with that fucking thing, and I was 13. <laughs> That's how much I love this fucking movie when I saw it back then. Holy crap, it's almost 19 years ago? Holy crap, it's yeah. gonna be Damn. Hell of a time. Yeah, this movie is fucking amazing. It made me care more about superhero movies because 
when I saw Spider-Man 2, I only have seen Batman Returns, Batman Forever, uh, Superman 1 and 2 of Richard Donner, and X-Men. That were the only superhero movies that I know. So with that, with Spider-Man, it's made me hype for every single superhero movie that came after Spider-Man, like Fantastic Four, Daredevil. The only one that I skipped was Elektra. <laughs> I think that was the only one that I skipped. I, I still saw, haven't seen Elektra. I saw Catwoman in theaters. That's oh, how... <laughs> no. God. I'm so sorry. It was fun, though. <laughs> it's oh, bad, I'm but it's sure fun. It was. <laughs> I'm sure it was for teenager... Raul Rodriguez seeing yes. Halle Berry looking like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, she still looks awesome. Yes. But like back then, like that was when Halle Berry was the sex symbol. Mm-hmm. Also, this is the Nikki, the first Sam Raimi movie I ever saw when I was Yeah, 13. this is the Sam Raimi movie I ever saw. Mm-hmm. There's no way in hell you're showing a six-year-old the Evil Dead movies. And that's the thing. It's something weird. Like, talking about, I saw a lot of horror when I was little, but I never saw the Evil Dead movies maybe until I was a teenager. I think it was like this underground thing Mm -hmm. where if you knew about it, you just knew. Mm -hmm. And then it just became popular because of Mm Spider-Man. But yes, this definitely prompted Spider-Man into the pop culture, much like how Tim Burton's Batman did that for Batman. Like, it changed what people thought of Spider-Man because... There was like the 60s cartoon and the comic books and the animated series, mm-hmm. but it wasn't mainstream. Mm-hmm. It was known to comic book fans for sure. But this is after this, every kid had to have something associated with Spider Man. Oh, and even I, now, I have even his, my trading cards from the, the first Spider Man movie. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like even today, his merchandise outsells Batman and Superman combined. Mm hmm. Even now, because again, I think a lot of that has to do with his age, mm-hmm. the fact that he's an everyman, and it's just these timeless tropes and themes that have resonated with so many people. Now, people, kids now have Tom Holland or Miles Morales. They have all the different Spider-Mans now mm-hmm. because of the multiverse, and that's mm-hmm. so awesome. For me, I had Peter Parker, Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. to thank. And this was very important. This is one of the first movies, not just superhero movies, but movies I saw. So being able to talk about this for almost two hours has been an enormous treat and privilege on my end. No, it's amazing that even like a, someone that can love it that much, also they like you didn't get to experience it in a theater. I remember watching the first one, and I remember it was on one of those theaters that had THX sound. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> oh man, I, can you imagine if they re-release this in IMAX? Oh, oh, oh! I will, I will see them all. They clean it up with like 4K yes. uh, quality. No, the I know that it's on 4K. The perfect day will be Spider-Man Trilogy and Spider-Verse. All of them back-to-back will will be amazing. Yeah, I have a lot of time. Almost as much time as the Snyder Cut. Oh, topical. (laughs) Which, by the way, we both really enjoyed the Snyder Cut. Yes, sorry. For anybody that's asking. Mm -hmm. We both enjoyed it a lot. Yes, and we both enjoyed this movie a lot. Yes, It's really hard not to let my nostalgia cloud my judgment for... Uh, rating, mm-hmm. but for me, my rating, I'll, I'll give my in my heart rating. In my heart, it's a ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. 
this has a very special place in my childhood. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I would like to think that Peter Parker helped was a good role model as mm -hmm. well. And, I mean, there's a lot of role models, of course, obviously Superman, uh, Batman, not so much a role model, but just somebody that I loved. And like, those are my three favorite. They're my three favorite superheroes. Spider-Man is my third favorite superhero. I mm -hmm. love him. He's my favorite Marvel character mm -hmm. of all time. Just not, not just Peter Parker, but Spider-Man in general mm -hmm. is my favorite, my favorite Marvel character of all time. And yeah, um, as a movie, I'm going to give it a eight and a half. It's mm. still really good. Great editing, great score, great acting, great camera work, great story. Mm -hmm. It's hampered by the fact that there's a there are some very dated things, mm -hmm. and they they really do distract a lot, but not so much where you can't have a good experience. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. But yes, eight and a half is. My final score. What about you, buddy? Any closing thoughts before you give it uh, a final review? Last summer, I saw the trilogy again with my sister and her boyfriend. And we're fucking enjoying it, the whole thing. And especially the next one we're going to do. But this movie, even seeing it now, I love this fucking movie. Uh, that's the thing. Spider-Man 1, I think, is the one that I have seen the least of all three of them. But I still love it that much. And I still remember so many references about it. And that's the thing. Maybe you say it about nostalgia and all of that crap. But if you have nostalgia, it's because you love something. If you can notice the, the things that is wrong with them and also your nostalgia, I think it knows that it's a thing that you love by heart. For example, I know that fucking Grease is problematic as shit. Super damn problematic movie. I love Grease too. It has, I, a, it has a spot in my heart as well. My mom showed me that. Mm -hmm. and that's and I why I like Grease too. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. And but that's the thing. It maybe it's also but maybe it could be the nostalgia thing. But for me, Spider-Man is perfect. It's a 10. But there's a movie that's even perfect. That is the next one. You mean better? Even better. It's funny that you said you've seen this the least amount of times. I've actually seen this the most amount of times. I have seen Spider-Man 2 more, though. I've seen Spider-Man 2 quite a bit, but not as much as the first one. Interesting. It's been a long time since I've watched these movies, so this is going to be fun. And yes, we are talking about Spider-Man 2. We're hoping to get a guest. The he Empire Strikes Back of superhero movies. One of the most perfect sequels of mm -hmm. all time. But we'll leave that for next time. Until then... You can follow me on Twitter at BeeBusterBill. All the Bs are capitalized. Mm -hmm. And you can follow me on Instagram at Billy Batson's Lightning, where nothing is capitalized. Oh, actually, I might change my Twitter now that I think about it, if mm -hmm. the name does come up. Uh, but until then, yes, follow me at BeeBusterBill. You can also listen to our podcast on uh, Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can follow our uh, podcast Twitter at SYNSPod. Um, it's, a, it's a lot of good stuff, guys. And you, buddy? And you can follow me as always at RobertRDC, the same handle for Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, Stardust, and on TikTok at RobertRDC. And as always, see you next summer. Dun, 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 d